0: our children, Lord. We thank you for that kid's wing, God. We pray that you would anoint it with your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would rend the heavens and come down in this next generation, Lord. We pray that you'd anoint the words today, Lord, that you would put your words in Christy's mouth, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen.
1: Well, good morning. Those were like some hard expectations to live up to but I am thrilled to be here today. Um, I get to bring the Christmas message. It's my third year in a row, so I get the the opportunity to be the one who brings all the joy of Christmas. So I hope you're just blessed today, and I hope you all enjoy um, what the Lord has placed on my heart. Just to be honest and silly, we have VBS in July, and I was already worried about this message, <laughs> so just to be honest, and the Lord was like, this is what you're going to speak on, so now can you get over that, and can we move on and do VBS, so here we are today, but um, we just very grateful for being here, so today I want to talk about expectancy, and not the expectancy of, like, A spoiled kid I get everything I want expectancy but the expectancy of what God has placed within your heart Um, the expectations that promises that God has placed deep down in your heart so it's going to be a morning of maybe thinking of the past journals that maybe God has promised something and you wrote it down it's going to be the morning of going home and pulling out them journals and seeing what God has promised you um, when you spend time with God, you're reminded of the constant promises. It could be anything. It could be from way back when that you're maybe going to go in the missions field. It could be, oh, you're going to get married one day. If he promised you that you will get married, you will get married. It could be your unsaved loved ones that he said that he's going to bring back around could be anything, whatever God has specifically spoken into your heart. those are the expectations I'm talking about today. Expectation is defined as a state of expecting, anticipation and assurance. So assurance, is God a God of assurance? Yes, he is. So just dig deep and let's prepare our hearts. Let's prepare it for expectancy. Because what he said, he will fulfill. And if you have your Bibles today, if you will turn with me to Luke 2.25. Some are quicker than others. All right. So now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this was a man who was righteous and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him and it had been revealed to him that by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Simeon had a seed planted within side of him from God, and that seed was that he would see the Christ child born, and that he would not die until that promise was fulfilled. And now let's turn with me to Luke one twenty six. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and he said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at saying and tried at the sight and tried to discern the sort of greeting that it might be. How many of you know if an angel showed up, you would be a little frightened? Okay, (laughs) like it would be awesome and then like, oh my goodness, why is he here? What have I done? What's going on? (laughs) And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of this king, of, this, of his kingdom, there will be no end. Wow. What kind of expectancy is that? What kind of promise is that? That an angel shows up and says, oh, by the way, and she's probably thinking, I'm going to get married. That's probably her focus was I'm going to get married. Well, now guess what? You're going to have a baby, like immediately. So she had such an expectation in her heart. I could go on and on throughout the Christmas story. Joseph, he had an expectation. The shepherd, they had expectation. The wise men, they had expectation. There were such expectations and promises for God about the Messiah being born that it's just something to get excited about. It's something that stirs your heart. What expectations has God placed in your heart for him to fulfill? Once the expectancy has been planted in your heart, it's the time for hope. It's the time for preparation. Okay, the seed's been planted. God said he will do it. You should have hope. And there should be some preparation. So let's just keep reflecting on the promises that maybe haven't come forth that God has done for you. Like I said, were you supposed to go in the missions field? Could it be that your family members are going to come around and know God for their Savior? Was it that you're going to be healed or that a family member was going to be healed? That expectant heart of what God has promised. You'll turn with me to Numbers 2319. It states, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Think about that scripture. There's so much hope in that scripture. He's not your typical man just walking on the street. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has God ever failed you? Because his love is unfailing. He has not. He has never fail, failed failed you. He's unfailing. Trust him. This next portion of preparation is just to trust him. I found a quote, and I'm not sure who it was by, but it, it is great to trust in the promises, but even more great to trust in the promiser. Who is your promiser this morning? More great to trust in the promiser this morning. And then Proverbs 3, one of my favorites, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not just a teeny tiny portion, but the whole thing, all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Oh, well, God hasn't done this. Oh, but he said he would do this. No, trust him. I feel there's some of you in this here this morning that are maybe trust in him with maybe your finances, but not over here trusting him with your family. Or maybe vice versa, you're trusting him with your family, but not with your finances. I really feel you need to say out loud, Lord, I trust you. Because you know what? The Lord wants you to take action. And although I can't hear you say it in your heart, he wants you to take that action. He wants you to say, Lord, I trust you, fill in the blank. My family, my finances, the promises you made, I trust you with all of it. Take the action today and say it in your car. Say it right now in front of everybody. He wants to hear you say, I trust you. mary had to trust god i mean the angel shows up and here you go and then goodbye see you later oh my goodness that expectation like a real expectation giving birth to a child women in here gave birth to a child you have to trust god that everything's going to be all right you have to trust god for the morning sickness strength Like, you have to trust God for maybe the finances of it. There is so much trusting that Mary had to do with the expectancy of not just any baby, but the Messiah. Like, by the way, you're not the Savior of the world. You're not just going to have any baby and name him John. But just trust him. And in the preparation, do not grow weary. Because I know life can make you weary. It can make you tired. You can forget the promises that he's given you. Don't grow weary. Isaiah 40 31 says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, not the strength that you had from yesterday, not the strength that you had from last week, but new strength today. They will soar high on wings as eagle, eagles. Sorry, I was sick like a whole week ago, so I'm getting over all that. They will run and not grow weary. How many of you are running the race weary today? He doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to find the new strength, the new way to run, the new endurance to carry on the promises that he's given you. And they will walk and not faint. Do not grow weary this morning. Do not grow weary. Do not be tired. Holiday season causes us to get tired. And we have to refocus and realize that it is God who sent his one and only son to be born on the Christmas morning. That it's a fresh new promise every year. It's a fresh new promise every day. Don't grow weary. Keep your eye a gaze on him. It's not about the presents. Not about the Christmas tree. Loving your family totally makes him happy. But it's not about the presents. not about the tree. It's about him. It's about him. Second Peter 3.8. It's all in his timing. Is it in your timing? No. It's his timing. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord. One day, we will never even see a thousand years. But one day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And a thousand years is like one day. The Lord isn't being slow about his promise. As some of you may think, he is being patient for your sake. How many of you in here are patient? I'll be quick to say. I'm <laughs> a kid's pastor, but my patience can run out real quick. <laughs> he is being patient for your sake. Your sake. Draw near to him and draw near to him in prayer. Prayer increases hope. How many of you need hope today? I need some hope today. Prayer increases your faith. And I always tell the kids, faith. Can you see faith? And they're like, no, Miss Christy, you can't. I'm like, because if you could, then I wouldn't call it faith. So Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a longing, that promise, a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Think about praying to God. Think about how it's such an honor to pray to God, to talk to God, to not be able to have to go through somebody else to even get to Him. We don't have to go through a priest or a preacher or whatever. We don't have to go through our spouse. We don't have to go through anybody to get to him. You simply say, hey God, are you there? It's me again. But that's okay. He wants to hear your voice. He wants to hear you. He's there for you. He is the ultimate one who is there for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you need not go to anyone to get to him. Hope and faith reminded me of the story of Sarah, and I'm sure some of you know that story. Abraham's wife, she was barren, she was unable to have a child, but God planted a seed in her heart. He planted the seed that you will have a child one day. You will have a child one day. And I like it. It's Hebrews eleven eleven, and it says, it was not by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though it was by faith, I'm sorry, (coughs) it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation, not just one or two or three people, a whole nation came from this one mom. From this one man who has a good, who is good as dead. And a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky, the sand on the seashore, there is no way to even count them. Think of the men, children, women that came from this one child. God told her she would have a baby. He placed that seed within her heart. She just needed to believe and have faith that he would fulfill that promise. And it didn't matter if she was too old to have kids. If God placed something in her heart, even though she was too old to have kids, let's call it a miracle, okay? Unless us just believe it's going to happen, even if the one next to you might think you're crazy, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, so trust in him do not grow weary draw near to him in prayer and lastly if you'll turn with me to hebrews 4. lastly i want to say i want to say this i'm the shortest one on fm hot fm staff that actually gets us here before lunch Let me just be honest. (laughs) They all make fun of me, but it's okay. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay, so trust in him. Do not grow weary. Draw near in prayer. And lastly, rest in God and count it all as joy. Hebrews 4 says, therefore while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. Think about that. Failed to reach rest in the Lord. I would call that fear of the Lord. Have a healthy fear that he wants you to rest in him. For good news came to us just as to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with the one who listened. For we have believed, enter that rest as he said. And down in my little notes, it says, faith in God's good news is necessary to enter God's rest. Okay? Faith in God's good news is necessary. To enter God's rest. Maybe you don't know who God is this morning, but I'm here to tell you He's got a hope, He's got a rest, He's got a promise and faith. And lastly, count it all as joy. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. And that's Psalms 34, 8. Taste and see this morning that he is good. Don't taste and see tomorrow the stuffing and the turkey and the ham. Be grateful for it, but today taste and see that he is good. That the Messiah, the God, is good. He is so good. Stir the promises in your heart this morning. Have a heart of expectancy for what he said will come true to you. I don't know what that is, but you know. You know. And maybe some of you he placed a promise a long time ago, and you've even stepped away from him. That's okay. He's here today with open arms to welcome you back and say, I love you, my child. Come back to me. I love you. I welcome you. You don't need to go through mom or dad to talk to me. Talk to me right now. I am here to welcome you because you are my child. And I love you. And I have made promises to you that I will fulfill. I will fulfill those promises. Just bow your heads with me this morning. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to come and sit in your presence this morning, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to come and sit with you and pray with you and speak to you, Lord. Help us to trust you. Help us to not grow weary this morning, Lord, that the holidays aren't all about the turkeys and the stuffing, Lord, but it's about you and it's about your glory and the the renewal of the weariness, Lord. We just ask if there's anybody in here today, all eyes closed, all heads bowed, that do not know God today and would like to know this Jesus that I'm talking about. We'll give you a minute. We'll wait on the Lord this morning. I don't want you to walk out of here this morning not being able to know who this God is that I'm talking about, not being able to know who baby Jesus is. If you'd like to know God this morning, you can raise your hand. Nobody looking around. Let's be respectful to those around you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. You Can raise your hand if you would like to have God as your Savior this morning. Yes, Lord, we thank you.
0: Christy was sharing this morning, I was reminded of something that took place just a few weeks ago. I was on an airplane trying to get back to Lakeland and was in Charlotte and got out on the runway and the plane had to be de-iced so it was an extra hour and many people on the flight were going to miss their connecting flight. And a woman shouted on the plane, I hate riding on airplanes because I don't have control. I hate riding airplanes because I'm not in control. And I laughed with the gentleman next to me and it opened up a conversation where he asked me, What does it mean to be born again? And you know what I told him? To give up control of your life. What what was the message this morning? Trusting in God. To trust God is to know God. Is there room? Is there opportunity? Are we inviting God into our lives and saying, you know what? I might have a plan, but you have a better plan. I might have a schedule, but I'm trusting that your schedule is better. Because in this room, there's all sorts of disappointment. Why did my dad die? Why did my child? I mean, all sorts of. But to trust in God is to have faith and have a belief and a hope knowing, God, you're good. We're going to sing a song this morning to close that says you'll never let me down. I've been let down before but you know what? I was let down on my own plans and not His. God is good. Come on. God is good. It's an opportunity this morning to trust and hope in Him. If you made that commitment this morning to lose control of your life, to say, Lord, there's a better way. You sent your son Jesus to die on the cross, a surrender control of my own life. Lord, I'm placing it in your hands. I want to encourage you to reach out to one of our staff, our elders this morning. But would you stand with me? We're going to sing this song as we go. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And at the conclusion of this song, you're dismissed. God bless you guys. Have a great Sunday.